Following is a presentation of WRSU Sports. And the pitch. Lined into left field for a single. The run scores. Rubino rounds first. He's going to stay there with an RBI single. Really solid piece of hitting there by Anthony Rubino. And that's over the head of Shefflin and rolling towards the wall. The relay comes in. Crawford's down and in there safely with a two-out triple. And Versace's pitch. Cut on and missed and gets him. Versace getting out of the jam that Boost left him in. Line drive through the right side. It's a base hit for Jason Wolf. Luke Crawford comes in to score, and Hillsborough extends its lead to three, three to nothing. Eddie McCarthy, the catcher, drills a ball down the first baseline. Fair. He'll take a single as Kalanak rounds second and arrives safely at third base. Pitch driven high and deep to right field. That one's carrying. That's gone. It's a leadoff dinger for Ryan Hosdovic. Now it's WRSU's live coverage of the Last Dance Baseball Tournament. Let's go live to TD Bank Park in Bridgewater. And welcome to TD Bank Ballpark for the second end of this doubleheader. It is GSB Knights taking on Ridge, a spot in the North Regional Sweet 16 on the line here in Bridgewater alongside Rasha. I'm Chris Akonis. Going to go through our lineups here. We're going to start with the quote-unquote road team, the GSB Knights. Leading off will be Matthew Kalanak, the center fielder, followed up by Eddie McCarthy, who will be the catcher. Joe Skapanets will be the third man in the lineup. He'll be playing at first. Michael Taylor batting cleanup in the fourth position. He'll be playing left field. Nate Fodor in the fifth spot. He's playing right field. Jake Semperviv will be batting sixth. Logan Mode is playing in, is uh, batting seventh. Christian Mode batting eight, and Shake Grady rounding out the lineup. Only nine in the batting lineup for GSB. And for Ridge, who are led by head coach Tom Blackwell, leading off will be Chris Parker, followed up by Brendan Bell, Jaden Hylton, Greg Bozo, Bozo, Bahi Parisi, Jason Arrigo, George Bushnash, Bushnash, excuse me, Chris Stapleton, Lucas Goodman, and rounding out the 10-man lineup will be Robbie Redkowski. A lot on the line here, Raj. Yeah, for sure. It's it's great to be back uh, with everybody that's joining us as well. A uh, bit of a bigger crowd here uh, for game two today. Um, but yeah, it's great to be back. Doubleheader for us, in essence, uh, at the end of the day. But for these teams, a lot on the line. The first game ending on, uh, on a 3-3 tie. And we'll see, we'll hope for a similar action here in, in this one, though I believe we would have extra innings if that happened this time around. Yeah, I feel like you'd kind of need that seeing as this is an elimination game. But nonetheless, I mean, yeah, there's a lot to play for both of these teams down the line. You essentially don't want your season to end over here today, um, you know, just because of the pandemic. Your season's been shortened anyway. You've had a chance to come here and play a couple games. You want to keep that going. You want to get to the round of 16, be one of the last 32 teams from both the north and south bracket to make it there. Let the good times roll. Let the yeah, let the good times keep rolling. For a lot of these kids, you know, similar to the last game, this is your chance to, uh, you know, this might be one of your few last chances to play in front of your parents, especially if you're a senior. You're not going to pursue this after you graduate, uh, pursue other things in college. So uh, there's a lot of potential for these kids to, you know, one last time play, play it in front of their parents. And it looks like a lot of people have turned out here. So it's definitely nice to see. Well, plenty of excitement in store here at TD Bank Ballpark. We went through the, the lineups here. Both these teams coming in 2-0. The GSB Knights have been playing at Somerset since Tuesday. They were in the 11B group 
while Ridge was over at Columbus Park in Piscataway. They earned the right to play here with a spot in the Sweet 16 on the line. And it looks like Brendan Bell will be taking the mound for Ridge. And behind home plate will be Greg Bozo. And it should be a pretty exciting ball game here. GSB coming out hot in their last two games. And we're going through some final warm-ups here. Yeah, it's gonna it looks like to be uh, looks like to be it's gonna be one heck of a game for sure. Uh, it's it starting out it, we'll we'll see how it rolls, but I expect a very good game here, Chris. Yeah, definitely, and it just has that bit of a playoff atmosphere here. I mean, obviously, stands aren't packed because we have to respect CDC guidelines and social distancing, trying to keep everyone nice and healthy, but... You love that word, social distancing. Whether I love it or don't love it is <laughs> besides the point. It's just the reality of the situation here in the booth with our masks, staying a safe distance away and whatnot. It's important to keep in mind how important it is to stay safe, but... Got a good ball game coming up this way, and like we said before, Matt Kalanak will be leading off for the GSB Knights, and I'm sure Rutgers fans probably know this. GSB, Gil St. Bernard's, was the high school of Paul Mulcahy, who is a freshman point guard, as we all know. Rising Very, sophomore, rising sophomore. Rising sophomore, but he was a freshman this season. If you want to get semantical with me, Raj, we'll play that game all day. Bit of a delay here as seemed to be going through final preparations. They had played the anthem. It looked like we were all ready to go and just getting a few last pitches in. Yeah, it seems, um, yeah, I mean, we had a delay in general with the game starting, uh, you know, Ridge being the home team today. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying this was expected, but with the last game running over a little bit, you got to give these players some time all right, uh, to get accustomed time to, play. to make sure everything is ready to roll. Yeah, we were told initially that this got bumped back to 145, but looks like they're starting a little bit earlier than that. And Matt Kalanak will be leading off for the GSB Knights. Righty batter against a righty pitcher. Brendan Bell will be taking the mound for Ridge today. Bell gets set. The first pitch is hit high and popping up near second base. And coming over to make the play there is Parker. And there was one away for Ridge. One pitch, one out. That's the way you want to start. So Kalanak flies out to second. And now that will bring up Eddie McCarthy. Now batting catcher number nine, Eddie McCarthy. Who will be at catcher for GSB when they take the field. So one out. First pitch of the at-bat. Bell gets set the first pitch. Showed bunt there, but it's a called strike. Interesting start. Um, one is starting out with a bunt. Um, with nobody on. With nobody on. I uh, I don't get that, that mindset, but well, I guess we're going to roll with that. Bell gets set. The 0-1 delivery is hit, and a fly ball goes back behind home plate into the second deck here at TD Bank Ballpark. So a no-two count for Eddie McCarthy as the PA announcer reminds the fans to return the foul balls to staff. They don't want any risk of infection here. 0-2 delivery from Bell. That one is a high fly ball also going behind home plate and that will also land in the second deck. 
So I must have made a very good catch in the stands and uh, a little applause there. 0-2 count here. Bell delivering to McCarthy with one out. Fourth pitch of the at-bat. Bell delivers the pitch. High and outside there. One ball, two strikes. You didn't notice the home plate empire is now behind the, the I catcher. didn't know that. I did not notice that, no, but it's a bit of an odd choice. More serious game, more uh, important rules, I guess. I guess. Here's the one-two. That's high and outside. Two balls, two strikes. One away in the top of the first. No score between GSB and Ridge. Here's a 2-2. That one is popped up behind home plate, and it'll hit the netting there. So another foul ball there for Eddie McCarthy, who stays alive. Hey, I mean, look, Eddie McCarthy was reaching for that ball, and, and he got a good cut on it. I mean, if that's the cut he's going to get today by reaching for pitches, boy, oh, boy, I would be worried if I was Brendan Bell. Bell against McCarthy, a 2-2 count with one out and no score. Bell kicks and deals. That one is hit behind home plate again over the netting and right by the PA box here at Somerset Patriots ballpark. Almost hit a couple of fans coming back down, so got to be careful. Pitch number seven of the at-bat, a 2-2 count with one out. Bell kicks and deals. The 2-2 is swung on and just fouled off. So keep it alive there. That pitch was sinking fast. Uh, Barely able to get cut on it. I thought it was almost a pass ball by any chance, but not so to be the case. Pitch number eight of the at-bat, the 2-2 delivery from Bell. Is high and outside of the zone, ball three, so the count runs full three and two. Yeah, McCarthy making him work for it for sure. And, and runs the count full. Full count, one out, nobody on. Eddie McCarthy steps outside of the batter's box now. Looking to set himself before a critical pitch in this at-bat. GSB looking for their first runner aboard. McCarthy steps back in the batter box. The pitch. That one is fouled That's behind home plate parking yet again. Lot. Well into the parking lot, hopefully away from our vehicles. And the that count remains to the road. I mean, two. I hope that uh, I'll pray that it didn't hit my car. One can hope. I make for a bit of an uncomfortable ride, especially for me, seeing as I live 45 minutes away from this ballpark. I will not disclose that information. <laughs> <laughs> Still a full count, 3-2 delivery. That is swung on and missed strike three. And no, he got some contact on there. Yep. All plotted's here from, uh, from the... Uh, yeah, he barely grazed it there. I thought, I didn't see the strike signal, but it looked to me like a swing and a miss, but still 3-2, 10th pitch of the at-bat, a bit of a battle here. McCarthy against Bell. Bell delivers a 3-2. That's outside of the zone, ball four. And Eddie McCarthy gets a walk in a 10-pitch at-bat. First base runner of the game for GSB Knights. I mean, that's exactly what you want to do in that situation. You, you just want to run that count. Now batting first baseman, number 35, Joe Scapinet. You just want to run that count and, and really make them work for it. Now we see a pinch runner coming into the game. Courtesy running, first base, number three, Joe Perry. So Joe Perry will come in for the catcher, Eddie McCarthy, as a pinch runner at first. So GSB has a man on first with one out. Joe Scapinet's at the plate against Braden Bell. Or excuse me, Brendan Bell. Pitch is hit high and deep in the right field. Outfielders come in and the center fielder makes the catch. 
going back to first is the pinch runner and GSP remains with a man on first and the second out of the game of the game for Rich. Yeah, that was a nice cut on the ball. So there are two away, and Michael Taylor will come to the plate for his first at-bat. Two outs, man on first, no score between GSB and Ridge in this elimination game. Spawn the Sweet 16 on the line. Brenda Bell comes set. Here's the first pitch. Check swing. Did he go? They say yes. And it's an 0-1 count. Bell against Taylor. Bell gets set. The 0-1 delivery. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Taylor takes his helmet off, steps outside the batter's box, and now he'll get back in. Quickly falling behind 0-2 in the count. Man on first with two outs and no score. Trying to get that runner into scoring position and keep the first inning alive. Bell delivers the 0-2. And it's going to be a ball outside. One ball, two strikes. Taylor steps back in. It's a one-two count. Bell gets set, delivers. The pitch is just too high. It was right down the middle of the plate. And it'll be a two-two count. Yeah, it was a bit up and high. And, um, yeah, interesting place where the... Uh the umpire standing there between the shortstop, second baseman, and the uh, pitcher. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Men on first. Here's the 2-2 delivery. And that one is hit by Taylor into right field. It goes beyond the bleachers, and that'll be beyond the reach of the stands. Decent number of fans near the ridge sort of part of the part of the bullpen. Taylor's got a 2-2 count. Two outs, man on first. Here's the 2-2 delivery. That one is hit into the gap between second and short, and that's a base hit. One runner stops at second. Taylor will hit the brakes at first, so a man on first and second with two outs in the top of the first. And Taylor has a single and moves a runner into scoring position, and now Nate Fodor will be coming on. Two outs has a chance to take the lead here in the top of the first for GSB. Bell gets set facing the fifth batter of the inning. Brendan Bell's pitch is right down the middle of the plate and called a strike. No balls, one strike. Things just settling here in the first inning. See if Bell can work his way out of this little jam he's got himself into. A one delivery from Bell is low and underneath the strike zone. One ball, one strikes. Not the best first inning for Brendan Bell, allowing a hit and a walk within the first two outs. Yeah, that walk cost him 10 pitches too, so. Bell against Fodor, one ball, one strike, two outs, men on first and second. The pitch is high and outside, two balls, one strike. Beautiful afternoon here at TD Bank Ballpark. 
Home of the Somerset Patriots. Hasn't gotten a lot of use so far this summer, but that's starting to change. We've got a good ball game here. Two ball, one strike. Nate Fodor at the plate, and the 2-1 pitch is a strike. inside the zone for a strike. If you wouldn't jump on me, I would get to it. Oh, my God. Unbearable. <laughs> two balls, two strikes, two outs. Man on first and second. Bell against Fodor. Fit that bat of the inning. Bell gets set, the 2-2. Swing and a miss, strike three. That retires the side as Nate Fodor goes down swinging. So we head to the bottom of the first. Ridge getting set to take the two bat, rather. I lost my train of thought there. One hit, one walk, and two guys left on to go to the bottom of the first. Ridge versus GSB on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Oh, it's good. Mm. It is. Oh, very. Yeah. See what I mean? Brandy Alexander, they call her. Yum, yum. You're going to try this delicious concoction. Brandy Alexander. Uh, Brandy Alexander. Yes, I'll have the Brandy Alexander, please. You know something? You're absolutely right about that Brandy thing. We, Alexander. About it making me feel good. Brandy Alexander Show, every Monday, 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. on WRSU-FM. Getting set for the bottom of the first here on WRSU-FM New Brunswick. It's the Last Dance World Series. GSB versus Ridge. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're headed to the bottom of the first inning. Jake Semperviv will be taking the mound for GSB. Who left two runners on first and second. Got one walk and one base hit in the top of the first. And Semperviv will be starting here for GSB. Bit of a delay here. We're waiting on Ridge to come. And Chris Parker will be the leadoff man for Ridge. Bit of a delay here. Home plate umpire who we didn't have in the first game, but we have one now. Number 10, Chris Parker. As Chris Parker gets set for his first at-bat going up against Semperviv. No score in the bottom of the first. Chris Parker, the leadoff man. Semperviv, the pitcher, the first pitch. Is hit into the right field line and caught by the first baseman at Scapinets with the play there to make the first out. Now batting, number 28, Brendan Bell. So that'll send Brendan Bell, the pitcher, on as the second hitter in the lineup. A 10-man lineup here for Ridge. You're allowed up to 11 in the lineup. Most teams have been opting for 10. GSB only going with nine. First pitch from Semperviv is high and inside for ball one. So 
Sempervive able to rely on some good defending there to get the first out. Now delivers a 1-0. Swing and a miss, strike two. And Bellfall uh, makes it, oh, one and one actually. They switched in and called it just outside. Here's a 1-1. One, one. That is inside the strike zone for the second strike. So one ball, two strikes. So Bell is a 1-2 count with one out and nobody on. Sempervive's pitch is fouled off into left field. Going back, and that's going to go into the bleachers in left field. So it'll remain a 1-2 count with one out. Brendan Bell, the starting pitcher here for GSB, allowed a walk and a hit in his first inning of play, but no earned runs. Men were left on first and second. Sempervive delivers a 1-2 to Bell, and that bounces in front of home plate. And that'll run the count to 2-2. Two two. That was almost like a cricket pitch there. Am I supposed to understand that reference? No, no. <laughs> I'm trying to say the ball bounced so so far front in the mound that that ball was even in the dirt. Bounced yeah. before the home plate. So. Yeah, it went right into the grass there. Two-two delivery, and that one is hit high and deep into right center field. Going back to make the play is Parisi, and he gets the catch for out number two. Or excuse me, that's Kalanak, center fielder for GSB. Attention fans, now batting for Ridge, number nine, Jaden Hilton. So back-to-back -back flyouts for Ridge here, not much going, and Jaden Hilton will try to be the spark that lights up Ridge here in the bottom of the first. No score, two outs, nobody on. Sempervive against Hylton. First pitch is outside. No balls, one strike. A one count to Hylton. Swing and a miss, strike two. Ball bounced in front of the coucher there after the pitch was delivered. And Hylton quickly falls behind 0-2 after back-to-back -back flyouts for Rich. Sempervive delivers the 0-2, swing and a miss, strike three. Got him with a fastball, side retired. So a quick 1-2-3 inning for Sempervive and the GSB Knights. They'll be batting when we come back, top of the second. On the other side of this break, no score between GSB and Ridge. It's the Last Dance World Series on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. The WRSU crew is mixing up the schedule. That's right, we're now on every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m. The games may be on hold for now, but here at WRSU Sports, we're still bringing you the latest news, hot takes, and guest interviews. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. Every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m., only on 88.7 WRSU-FM and online at WRSU.org.
At 88.7 since 1974, this is WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No. No, that doesn't work. I'm I'm busy then. Decline. Decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead. But you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Get started today at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Back here at TD Bank Ballpark, top of the second inning between GSB and Ridge. Knights will be taking their turn at trying to build a lead for themselves. Left guys on first and second. Got a hit and a walk drawn in the first inning. Jake Sempervive, the pitcher, will be first up in this inning. Essentially, it's a very good first innings by both pitchers. I know Brandon Bell runs some trouble early on, but 0-0 is the score, and that's what matters right now. Yeah, Bell taking a couple more warm-up pitchers than you usually expect between innings just to make sure he's all ready to go. Usually get about eight warm-up pitches, probably gotten about ten in that little stretch. But now it looks like we're ready to go, and Sempervib will take the batter's box. The Knights, the pitcher number six, Jake Sempervib. Sempervive, a right-handed hitter, going up against Brendan Bell, a right-handed pitcher. No score in the top of the second. Sempervive at the plate for GSB. First pitch is in the zone, a called strike. A little bit on the inside of the strike zone there. No ball, one strike. Bell kicks and delivers the 0-1. High and away for ball one. Lost control there, but luckily the catcher Bozo was able to make the play there. One ball, one strike. Bell delivers, and that will be high and inside for ball two. Good job by Sempervive here. Uh, Just taking a few pitchers and settling himself in. 2-1 2-1 delivery to Sempervive, swing and a miss, strike two. Kid's got a fast swing. Yeah, he try does. To, try to hack on it, but if he cuts down, it looks like Bell got that one past him, so if he tries to cut down on that swing, he might be able to make contact and get it onto the outfield. 2-2 count with nobody out and nobody on. Bell at the mound, Sempervive at the plate. Bell kicks and delivers the 2-2. Just above the strike zone there, three balls, two strikes. And the count runs full. Bell gets set, kicks and deals, the payoff pitch. Hits the ankle of Sempervive, and he'll take off for first as it's an HBP for the starting pitcher for GSB, and they have their third base runner with no outs in the top of the second. Another pinch runner coming on here. Early on. So it's Joe Perry again. Joe Perry taking his spot at first again as a pinch runner again. He did the same thing for Michael Taylor, or excuse me, Eddie McCarthy, back in the top of the first. Sounds like Perry must be the fast cut on team. He's done that twice now. So Logan serves are being brought in. So Logan Moat is at the plate now. First pitch is 
high and inside for strike one. Yeah, they're almost playing the corners of expecting a bunt, especially the third baseman. A one delivery from Bell is high and away. One ball, one strike. Got a man on first in Perry. Nobody out with no score on the top of the second. GSB and Ridge spot in the Sweet 16 on the line. Bell gets set. The 1-1 is high and inside, and they're going to call it ball two. So two balls, one strike here. Base runner came courtesy of an HBP from Jake Semperviv. Bell gets set, going up against Logan Moat. And that pitch is hit high, coming back towards the broadcast booth in a right field, and it's dropped by a Ridge Parent. And two balls, two strikes is the count, with nobody out and a man on first for GSB in the top of the second. No applause there by the crowd. Well, I mean, you only earn the applause if you catch it. Two balls, two strikes. Delivery from Bell is called strike three. Got him looking there. And there are one away. Good pitch there by Bell. Literally just froze Logan Moat. And now I believe there's two, one out in the inning here. See if you can advance that runner on first, potentially the second. You can get Perry in running in a scoring position to take a hit to get him home. So Christian Moat trying to get the runner into scoring position with one out. As a runner on first. First pitch is called strike one. Just on the outside corner there. So no balls and one strike. Bell gets set. The 0-1 delivery is high, and Moat had to duck there. One ball, one strike. Christian Moat at the plate. Brendan Bell at the mound. 1-1 delivery is swung on and hit into left field. Going back for it is Goodman, and he makes the play there for out number two. Yeah, good job at Goodman. He read the ball pretty early. Looked like he initially wanted to come in, but realized the ball was going above his head. Drifted back easily, and an easy out there. These dimensions are just kind of big for high school high school players. It'll, be, it'll take a lot to, uh, to get one out of here. Ryan Hazdovich had the only home run of the pool play. Of course, his team playing earlier today. We won't be seeing anything from him. Maybe someone else can pull something together. And it'll be Shea Grady to round out the lineup here. And first pitch is hit past the pitcher over to short. Arrigo throws to first, and that is what retires the side. So a man left on, one hit, no errors. We go to the bottom of the second. No score between GSB and Ridge. You are listening to the Last Dance Baseball Tournament on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Okay, we'll do a countdown. Three, two, one, and run. That you can count the stars on that flag. You can thank a teacher. That you have that flag as a flag of your country. You can thank a veteran. Please listen to the Veterans Corner Live FM Radio, honoring America's military and the veterans community. Wednesdays, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and heard online at 
radio.rutgers.edu. WRSU Sports, the most exciting voice in Rutgers athletics. Don't believe us? Just ask. Hi, this is Pat Hobbs, athletic director here at Rutgers University, and you're listening to WRSU-FM New Brunswick, broadcast home of the Rutgers Athletic Scarlet Knights. Melton breaking free inside the 10-5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Scarlet Knights. Mathis rises, flushes, right hand tomahawk. Let's go. Taking the snap is Levis. Pressure does come, and he gets tripped up at the 29-yard line. Told you. Back here at TD Bank Ballpark, bottom of the second coming your way. Ridge up to bat. No score between Ridge and GSB. Alongside Raj Shah, I am Chris Konis. Spot in the Sweet 16 on the line. Winner goes to Little Falls to stay alive in the knockout rounds. We started with 222 teams in this tournament. We're going to be down to 32. 16 in the north bracket, 16 in the south after today. And it'll be Greg Botso coming up here to start the second for Ridge. Quick one, two, three inning for them before. Sempervive at the mound for GSB. First pitch is high and away for ball number one. So a quick 1-0 count here for Sempervive, who has yet to allow a hit. And the second pitch is... Outside and low again this time. So two balls and no strike. A quick 2-0 hitter's count to Greg Watso. Two balls and no strike. Kicks and deals to Sempervive. Swing and a miss. Strike one. And Watso still has a hitter's count here. Two balls and one strike. Sempervive delivers the 2-1. And that one is high down the middle of the plate. Three balls, one strike. Sempervive against Botso. Three balls, one strike. Nobody out. No score. 3-1 delivery is high and away. Ball four. And Botso will be the first base runner for Ridge this afternoon. He gets walked in a five-pitch at bat. Number 16, Bobby Parisi. And Bobby Parisi will head into the batter's box here with a man on first in Greg Botso. Yeah, not a good start here for Sempervive. You don't want to be able to walk to start off the second inning. Sorry, the bottom of the second inning. Um, and they're getting some instructions from their, from their coach before Sempervive delivers the next pitch. Sempervive against... Parisi, first offering is fouled off behind home plate. Right into, that, right into that netting that you love. It's the only thing standing between me and certain death. And it's an 0-1 count. Chris, do you think you would catch the ball if it came through this glass? No. Oh, okay. Not, not in the slightest. If I don't break anything, I'll consider it a win. <laughs> no ball, one strike to Bobby Parisi. Man on first with nobody out in the bottom of the second. Pitches down the middle, looking at strike two. So a quick 0-2 count. Yeah, Parisi in a hole now. Like, you really got to protect the play here. Or at least try to advance the man at first in Baza. Has the opportunity to do that with nobody out. Sempervive gets set to deliver. Kicks and deals the 0-2. Foul down the left field line, bouncing off the edge of the dugout. Yeah, third base coach, uh, 
Had to do a little bit of work there to get out of the way, but good job by Parisi to foul that one off. There's a tough pitch to lay off. She's got to protect the plate here. You know, you can expect the ball to come here either way. And if you're Sempervive, you really just want to want to make him chase. So still an 0-2 count. Has a runner on first for Ridge. Parisi at the plate and throws back to first to make sure that Botso didn't try to take off there. And he's in safely, so no yeah. damage done. Yeah, Botso not with much of a lead. Um, so we'll see if he... Uh, Extends out of it. Sempervive gets set. Here's the 0-2. That one is hit high into right field. Going over to make the play is Kalanak and a collision there. And he made the catch somehow. Actually, it was, staple. It was uh, Fodor who made the catch there. Wow, Fodor and Kalanak just collided. That's that's a situation where there's a lack of communication between the two players. You got to call one off there. Just can't have that happening. I mean, everything looks okay, and, and they're not going to go check out there for any concussion or anything. But that's a hard collision, so you got to be careful in those situations. I'm more surprised he made the catch. I'm not really surprised about the catch. I'm just surprised by the lack of communications. Like these are players that, that yes, there's not been much ball time, but I'm assuming they've played with each other before. Jason Arrigo at the plate now. First delivery from Sempervive is in the inside corner for the first strike. On the other hand, a lack of games, that's what happens. You don't, you don't have those practices where you have to practice, you know, don't collide, decide someone has to call each other off. Next thing you know, you're playing bumper cars in the outfield. That's a good way to put it. I'd say so. <laughs> so an 0-1 count, one out in the inning, man on for Rich. Arrigo at the plate, Sempervive at the man for GSB. The 0-1 is outside, one ball, one strike. I thought it was a strike. Well, clearly the umpire disagreed. So a 1-1 count for Arrigo. Sempervive delivers the 1-1 pitch. And that one is inside the upper corner for a second strike, so one ball and two strikes. Yeah, Rigo not happy with that call. You could see he was just staring into his dugout saying, what was that? Sempervive throws back to first to keep Bozzo in check, and he does there. So He's no keeping Bozzo in check, but the problem is it doesn't look like going to take off or anything anytime soon. Like, look at that lead. It's nothing. Well, I mean, he feels differently. Sempervive gets set. The 1 2 to Arrigo is outside. Two balls, two strikes. I thought that was a strike. Yeah, but Boston took off and took that to second base, so. Yeah, so he stole second there. I guess that's commentator's curse right there. Yeah, well, there you go. So now he's got Bozzo in scoring position at second. Two balls and two strikes. And. Looks like McCarthy wants to talk things over here. Yeah, seems to be some sort of miscommunication and. Coach is coming out too, so we're going to have a little bit of a break here. Now the infield's coming in, so they're having a meeting. So right. it's a 2 2 count for Jason Arrigo. One out, man and run with a runner in scoring position at second in Botso. So good job there to steal. Yeah, you got a 2 and 2 count now. Like it, things are different with the man on first with the man on second. Now you got to be really careful. Um, I think this is a good job uh, to, have, to have a meeting here just because. You know, it's such an important game. This is, uh, this is a game for your season, essentially, on the line. So 
you got to come out. You got to you got to make sure you execute this properly uh, if you're the GSB Knights. So they're heading back into their positions, and Arigo's dealing with a two-two count, one out, man on second. Sampervive gets ready, looks at second, now checks back again. Bozo with the leadoff there. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. And Arrigo goes down swinging there for the second out for Ridge. Got a runner in scoring position with two outs. And George Busnash comes on. I was able to say that right, I hope. Has a chance to bat in the opening run of the game in the bottom of the second for Ridge, but he's also got two outs, so a lot riding on this early at-bat in the second inning. Sempervive's first pitch is in the zone for a strike. Yeah, good pitch there by Sempervive. It was a breaking ball. Completely got Bouchash off his feet. So an 0 1 from Sempervive delivering to Bus Nash. The second one is a swing and a miss for, or no, it's fouled off, but still strike two. Just grazing the edge of the bat there. Yeah, Bushnash, he's, uh, he's down to his final strike here, and you really want to try to get that runner in right now, if possible. Runner on second, two outs, no score for Ridge. And here's the 0-2 from Sempervive, and that's a swing and a miss. Strike three, side is retired. So Sempervive now has three strikeouts in two innings. And GSB will go into the top of the third. No score between the GSB Knights and Ridge. Spawn the Sweet 16 on the line. This is the Last Dance World Series on WRCU-FM, New Brunswick. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, give me a beat. If you're looking for music that's, well, just off the beaten path, you should tune into the offbeat. It's alternative, electric, and just playing out their songs unfit for most ears. But I'll make an exception for you. Slow my descent into madness and tune into the offbeat. Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. Only on WRSU FM New Brunswick. We go to the top of the third here at TD Bank Ballpark here in Bridgewater alongside Rasha. I'm Chris Sikonis. No score between GSB, Bill St. Bernard's, and Ridge. Again, the spot in the Sweet 16 on the line here in this quasi-knockout game to wrap up will play at TD Bank Ballpark. Now, it's interesting here. The initial lineup we got about a half hour before first pitch said that Stapleton would be coming up after Bus Nash. But it now appears that that's not the case. He'll be skipping over Chris Stapleton, and Lucas Goodman is coming to the plate. So, or looks like there's two number 12s here, so it'll be 
Zach Wendell for GSB. So Zach Wendell will be at the plate here. Taking the spot of Shea Grady in the lineup. Bell delivers first pitch, showed bunt, but it's going to be a strike down the middle of the zone, or actually you're saying it just kissed the outside, so it'll be ball one. Yeah, trying to show bunt there was Wendell. Surprising, but um, surprising way it would be to start this third inning. And the 1-0 is outside again. Two balls, no strikes. A very similar pitch, a very similar location, and a very similar outcome at the end of the day. Didn't show bunt there. I was talking about the pitch. I know. I'm just saying. He didn't show bunt there. 2-0 to Wendell. And I think all three of those pitches have been in again. the same yes. location. Yeah. Yes. I think he's trying to get him to hack at it, but it doesn't seem to be working. Now you just got to get one over and hope that Wendell does hack at it. 3-0 to Wendell, and that one is called just inside the lower corner of the strike zone for the first strike. Three yeah. balls, one strike. Well done by Wendell. You just want to take a pitch there. You want to see, hey, can you throw me a strike? Force him here again. Bell delivers the 3-1. Wendell hits it high into center field. Coming over to make the play is Parisi and a diving left-handed catch there to get the first out. Great catch. Great catch. Nicely dove in exactly the way you wanted to be done. And Parisi showing off his moves. And one out, one down here for Bell to begin this third inning. Now batting the center fielder, number 13, Matt Kalanak. So we go to the back to the top of the lineup for GSB, and it will be Matt Kalanak at the plate again. Yeah, things are moving fast here between both teams. Just one hit between both lineups so far, and we're in the top of the third. Grounded out to short first time, and the first pitch is low and outside for ball one. Kalanak, the leadoff hitter in this one, has one out with nobody on. And it's a 0-0 ball game in the top of the third. Bell delivers the 1-0. And that's just inside the top of the strike zone for the first strike. So it's a 1-1 count. Yeah, 1-1 count with Eddie McCarthy looming on deck. 1-1 delivery, and that is inside... High. Very high. So two balls, one strike there. Yeah, Kalanak showing bunt again. So this whole team loves to bunt, it seems like, or at least show like they want to bunt. Maybe they're playing mind games. Mind games in a 0-0 game. It's not a bad idea. Living rent-free. Good in this economy. And the 2-1 <laughs> is a swing and a miss. So it's a 2-2 count for Matt Kalanak. A lot more rich fans showing up here today than for the GSB Knights. Here's a 2-2 delivery, and that one is hit high by Kalanak in between first and second, and that will be fielded by Hylton, and that will be the second out. So there are two away for GSB and nobody on. The catcher, number nine, Eddie McCarthy. Hart had a really good first at bat last time around. Got a walk after 10 pitches. That type of dedication is what you need. You need him to deliver once again here. 
Bell delivers first pitch, and that is high and inside for ball one. McCarthy also showed up on all of his foul balls. He had a lot of power on his last swing. So if he can connect, we, we might be able to see something. The 1-0 offering is swing and just fouled off in front of home plate. So that will be one ball and one strike. McCarthy stepping out of the batter's box for just a moment to try and recompose himself. It's a 1-1 one -one count, two outs, nobody on at the top of the third for GSB. Here's a 1-1 one -one pitch. That gets behind the backstop, and it's a called second strike, but fortunately nobody on there to steal the base. Fortunate for Rich, nobody on there to steal the base. Exactly. Two out, nobody on. The one-two delivery from Bell. And that one is just outside of the strike zone there. As the catcher, Bozo, had to lean over to the right there. So it's two balls and two strikes. Two outs, nobody on. Ridge looking to retire the side. Bell kicks and deals. The two-two outside of the strike zone there. Three balls, two strikes. Count runs full again. Eddie McCarthy, as you said before, Raj, a 10-pitch at-bat the last time. And that one ended in a walk, so he's got a 3-2 count. Let's see what he can make of this. Yeah, McCarthy both times running the count full. The first time he got a walk. This time, can he connect? Can he, can he get something on base, maybe an extra base hit? Or, or, or can he even draw another walk and extend the inning? Bell kicks and deals the payoff pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Side retired. So Ridge gets out of another inning with no score. We go to the bottom of the third. They'll be up at bat. This is the Last Dance World Series on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Fan of the WRSU crew, but you missed today's show? Don't sweat it, we've got you covered. WRSU Sports is now available on Spotify. Catch every single episode of the WRSU crew on the airwaves from 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday and 4 to 6 p.m. on Friday as well as 24-7 streaming on Spotify. We'll bring you every second of your favorite sports talk with the best hosts in town. Look up the WRSU crew on Spotify today and make sure to give us a follow. Intrigued by the ukulele? Wondering where you've heard this tune before? Curious as to who is speaking? All those questions and more will be answered when you tune in to First Impressions with Chloe Ty on WRSU FM New Brunswick at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. every Thursday. If it has a vibe, a beat, or a mood, I'll probably be playing it and talking about why I love it. So tune in. Go to the bottom of the third here on WRSU Ridge and GSB. Still no score at TE Bank Ballpark. Chris Conis, Raj Shah. Coming at you from the broadcast booth, spotting the Sweet 16 on the line. And it looks like coming up next to bat is Chris Stapleton for Ridge. Yeah, it's going to be Chris Stapleton next. And uh, really, Ridge will try to turn over the lineups. But hey, I mean, I mean, Chris, no hits for Ridge so far. Just walks. They've threatened last inning, but that's because they got a man on second base via stolen base. You really need to get a hit here if you're if you're uh, if you're rich. You don't want uh, Sempervich start thinking about flirting with something. Sempervich has not allowed a hit through the first two innings. Only walked one batter. That was Greg Botso back in the beginning of the second inning. 
And Abbaso took off, stole the base, put some pressure on uh, on the GSP Knights, but they held. So Semperi will try to do the same. Chris Stapleton rolls in. The right fielder. Stableton gets into the batter's box. Sempervive with three strikeouts and just one walk. And as I said before, no hits so far. Sempervive's first pitch is low and outside. One ball, no strike. Kicks and deals the L1, swing and a miss, strike one. So a 1-1 one, one count for Stapleton. Nobody out, nobody on for Ridge at the bottom of the third. No score. Sempervive delivers the 1-1. One, one. In the middle of the zone, just below. Two balls, one strike. Well low there. And uh, yeah, good take, by, good take by Stapleton. Sempervive kicks, delivers the 2-1. That is high and above the strike zone. Three ball, one strike. And it looks like we're dealing with a potential second walk of the game here for Jake Sempervive. It's a hitter's count here for Chris Stapleton. Here's the 3-1 delivery. That is just inside the top of the strike zone, and the count runs full three and two. Looked like Chris Stapleton like, was just taking it there. I mean, he didn't potentially even think about swinging his bat there. Takes the count full, trying to draw a walk here, it seems like. Sempervive gets set, the payoff pitch is grounded over to short. Throw to first is in time to get him, and that's the first out of the inning. Now batting for Ridge, number 12, Lucas Goodman. So Lucas Goodman comes on with one away, nobody on, in the bottom of the third. Ridge still looking for their first hit, as I mentioned before. Stapleton grounding out to short there. And the first delivery is low and outside for a ball and no strikes. Wind is blowing towards home plate, so it might be why we saw so many uh, short flyouts earlier. And the 1-0 delivery is Outside the edge of the strike zone, two balls, no strike. Blowing towards home place and right into our, our box here. You just won't let that go, will you? I'm saying it's a good thing. 2-0 <laughs> oh is high and... Ball three. Outside, ball three. So it's a hitter's count for Lucas Goodman. 3-0 is delivered, and that time it's inside. Three balls, one strike. It's like a throw me over, pretty much. Like uh, Goodman just daring Semperby just throw that strike. Here's a 3-1 delivery. That one is grounded over to second. Quick throw to first in time. Scaffinets for the out, and GSB has two away. Now batting number five, Robbie Rutkowski. Robbie Rutkowski will be heading on now for Ridge with two away and nobody on in the bottom of the third, no score. Zemperby's just rolling. Wonder if there's a relation to Harry Rutkowski. You should go ask him after the game. I don't think that would be appropriate. First pitch is 
at the knees, and it will be ball one, a little on the inside of the home plate there. Wouldn't be appropriate and would it be professional? No, it would not. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. Delivers the 1-0, is fouled off behind home plate. One ball, one strike. Interesting choice of music here with the Adams Family theme song. Not sure how that really fits into the baseball mood, but I don't get paid the big bucks to make those kinds of decisions. Sempervive delivers the 1-1. Is fouled off into left field over the dugout and into the second tier. So it's one ball and two strikes. One-two count, two outs, nobody on for Ridge in the bottom of the third. Nothing-nothing ball game. Here's the one-two. That one's high and outside for ball two. Sempervive has pitched a pretty good game, I would say, so far, Raj. Fantastic game so far. I mean, just no pressure on him yet. We'll see how he deals with when there is some pressure. Two-two is high and just above the strike zone. Three balls, two strikes, the count run full, runs full again. Yeah, Rutkowski had to get out of the way on that one, or you know, that one had knocked him in the head. So it's a full count, two outs, nobody on. Sempervive delivers the payoff pitch. That is high and outside, ball four, second walk of the game for Jake Sempervive. And Ridge has a man on first with two away. Now batting number 10, Chris Parker. And we'll go back to the top of the order for Ridge. Chris Parker, who flew out to first last time, has a man on first in Robbie Rudkowski with two outs and no score in the bottom of the third. Kicks and deals. The first pitch is high and outside, or just inside, for a strike. Sembrevive gets set. Looks back at first. And Parker steps outside the batter's box and readjusts his gloves for a second. Sembrevive gets set, the 0-1. Bouncing ball, grounded over to third. Throw to first is in time to get him, and that retires the side. Motis Kapanets for the put out there, and that will do it for the bottom of the third. We'll go to Raj Shah for play-by-play -play on the other side of this break. No runs, one walk, one left on. We go to the top of the fourth. GSB nothing, Ridge nothing. This is the Last Dance Baseball World Series on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Hey, Kevin, thinking about saving for retirement? Yeah, but how do I start? It's easy with Avo, a retirement coach. Let's learn the Avo bet. A is for taking action. Not anxiety? No, Kevin, you're going to be fine. You sing? Barely. V is for variety. Huh, change up my strategy. Okay. O is for optimize your savings. Let Avo lead the way. Visit aceyourretirement.org today. today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Calling all witches, cryptids, and other nocturnal creatures. If you're looking for Halloween to come early, make sure you tune into Spooktoons with me, DJ Sharp, every Thursday from 10 p.m. until midnight 
here on 88.7 WRSU-FM New Brunswick. And welcome back here to TD Bank Ballpark. Uh, alongside Chris Sakonis, I'm Rod Shah. As we head into the top of the fourth inning, it's been a relatively fast-paced game so far. We started on 145, and just 50 minutes in, we're through the both of the first three innings. 0-0 uh, is the score where we stand. The GSB Knights with just one hit so far. And coming up to bat is Joe Skapinets, uh, the first baseman for for the GSB Knights. Brendan Bell, he's been rolling along as well through his first three innings, just one hit allowed so far. One hit along among both teams. And we got an interesting end to this ball game coming up as we head into the second half of, uh, of this matchup. Yeah, it's been a pitcher's battle so far, Raj. Only one hit allowed between the two pitchers. Bell and Sempervive going at it. Pace has been very laid back, not really too fast of a ball game, much to the chagrin of Rob Manfred, but. <laughs> Joe Skapinets rolls in, Brandon Bell's ready, and we're ready for some more baseball. That ball's high and outside, 1-0. and Looked like a curveball there from Brandon Bell. Skapinets looking to redeem himself. He flew out to uh, left field, or excuse me, center field the first time. That second pitch is just on the outside corner. Strike one called. Much to delight of the Rich fans. The one and one pitch to Skapinets. Bell deals. And that's ripped right on a short hop to the second baseman. Bounces up. The second baseman can't find it. And that's going to be another base hit for Skapinets. A, a tough job there to field it for Chris Parker. He tried to short hop it, it just, it just ricocheted off in the air, and it couldn't find the ball in time. Skapinets rolls into first base, and the GSP Knights have a man on first with no outs here in the top of the fourth inning, looking to break this deadlock 0-0 tie. Yeah, pretty rough error there, and very unfortunate because he would have been a routine put out otherwise. Michael Taylor rolls into the box, the left fielder. And that first pitch is high for ball one. They're gonna mark that as a hit. No, no error for Parker if you're if you're scoring that on your stat sheet. One and O's account. Man on first, Brendan Bell deals. That one's high. Check swing. Didn't go around. Ball two. They check with the first base umpire, who's moved his way into let's say the middle of a triangle between shortstop pitcher. And second baseman. 2-0 is the count. Man on first. And like a Skapinets. That one's a swing and a miss. Up and high. One strike. Two balls and a strike with a man on first here. As Brendan Bell looks to get out of trouble. Michael Taylor looking to hack there. The left fielder just trying to get some damage done here in the top of the fourth inning. And give the GSB Knights a lead. The 2-1 pitch. Up and high. Again hacks at it and misses it. Two and two is the count. Both pitches well out of the strike zone. But Taylor trying to make some contact. Skapinets not with too much of a lead. Bell looks him off. Delivers to home plate. That's outside. No, that's called a strike three. 
as Michael Taylor gets caught looking. He is very unhappy with the call as he slowly walks back to the dugout. But anyways, Brandon Bell with a huge strikeout. That's what retires one man on, this, on the top of the fourth inning. Coming up to bat is Nate Fodor, the right fielder. Looking to advance at the very least, Joe Skapinets. Bell looks off Skapinets and delivers. That's up and high, ball one. Chris, that's the same pitch, the same two pitches, just like that to Fodor, the first one. That, that Taylor went after and tried to hit for get on base with. Yeah, two of the three strikeouts for Brendan Bell so far in this game have been caught looking. So he does a good job of fooling the hitters. First pitch has popped up in the air towards behind home plate for the catcher. And nice catch made there by Greg Bazo as that retires the second batsman. Sorry, second batter. Oh, my God. Of the inning. The second time I did that today. We did it early in the first game. <laughs> oh, boy. Coming up to bat is the pitcher, Jake Sampovich. Man on first as Bell gets ready to deliver. And that's hit right to the first baseman. Halton drops it and now just tabs on the first base. And that's the end of the top of the fourth inning. So the GSB Knights strand one batter, unable to get anything home. They have two hits on the day, but the score remains deadlocked at 0-0. Zero zero. Ridge will be coming into the bottom of the fourth inning, looking for their first hit of the game. Leading off will be Brendan Bell, then J Jalen Hatton, and then Greg Bazo. Again, you're listening to WRSU, again, you're listening to WRSU FM, New Brunswick, and online at WRSU.org. No format radio is not the same old show on your radio. And now for something completely different. Not us. We said no, 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 no to the format. I'm Jeff Wirtz. I've been on WRSU forever, so long that they let me play whatever I want, from punk to funk, indie to jazz, blues to world music, and everything else. It's all on No Format Radio, Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m., right here on WRSU-FM. I used to say we're chasing a moving target. Now I'm going to say it this way. we got to pass a moving target, and those are big targets, and it's going to take every single person well, it's great to be home. Greg Schiano is back home. Tune into WRSU Sports as the state of Rutgers joins Coach Schiano in chopping down our Big Ten rivals. Welcome back to TD Bank Stadium here uh, in beautiful Bridgewater, New Jersey. Alongside Chris Sakonis, I'm Rod Shell. We're into the bottom of the fourth inning. And on the line is a trip to Little Falls, New Jersey at Yogi Berra Stadium for a round of 16 matchup for the GSB Knights and Ridge. And right now they remain deadlocked 0-0. Really a pitcher's duel so far, Chris. Yeah, really. Only two hits allowed among both of these pitchers. And, you know, it's just been such a phenomenal game. Semperviv still not allowing a single hit in this one. And we're through three innings, getting ready to go to the bottom of the fourth. So interesting to see how he comes out here. Did allow two walks, so commanding that strike zone is a little bit of a challenge. He wants to make sure to get Ridge to start hacking at him a bit more and not laying off so many pitches. Yeah, for sure. And, and we'll see if uh, Brendan Bell, as he rolls in, if he can get on base, get that first hit. Nothing better to get that first hit as a pitcher against your former rival pitcher as well. Semperweave gets ready, delivers the left-handed pitcher. That one's low in the dirt as he throws it to his other left-handed batter. 
Brendan Bell, so he throws righty, but he bats lefty. Exactly. Interesting to see. Ambidextrous. 1-0 count. And that's ripped in the center field. And going back is Matt Kalanick and easily reels it in. Made a sweet sound off the bat, but Kalanick didn't have to move much. One up, one down, and coming up to bat is now first baseman, Jalen Hilton. Hilton rolls in a right-handed batter. Semper Weave gets ready. One out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here's the first pitch, Hilton. And that's on the inside corner, call strike one. Looked like a change up there, took some pace off of the ball. Not giving Halton much to work with. Halton struck out his first time, chasing. Second, again, hacks at that one, that was low, strike two, and really took something off that pitch. He's chasing those pitches a little bit too, Raj. If you notice, he needs to just lay off a little bit more, give it a little more space to breathe. Well, now 0-2, he's going to look to protect the plate. Jan Halton. Semperview delivers. That's top notch, but it's going to be fouled off. That was high. But Halton got a piece of it. Again, chasing. And if you're Semperview, you could throw this ball literally anywhere. It looks like Halton's going to swing on it. Yeah, it certainly does. And that really takes the pressure off of you. You can throw it a bit on the outside, further out than you normally would. And know that more likely than not, he's going to swing at it. Semperweave gets ready to deliver the 0-2 pitch. That's low and taken by Houghton. So a bit more pressure, I mean, a bit more patience there. And Eddie McCarthy wants to talk things over as the count moves to 1-2. and two. It's a bit of encouragement to Semperweave. One and two is the count. That one's ripped by Halton towards the GSB Knights dugout, but a roll foul, and we'll do it again. One out here in the bottom of the fourth inning, two hits for the GSB Knights. Sampervi without with zero hits allowed so far through his hour plus work, as we're now into the bottom of the fourth inning. A trip to the round of 16 on the line. There's a pitch that hits right back to the shortstop, who charges in and Grady throws it over to first base, and it's safe as the Ridge has finally got their first hit via an infield hit by Jaden Hilton. And they have a man on first as Semperby was unable to track that ball down. Shea Grady unable to get the throw over in time to Skapinitz. And with that, Bazo comes to the plate with a man on first. Bazo was able to get all the way to second base, the furthest a Ridge player has gotten all day today via a walk and a stolen base. We'll see if he can try to advance Houghton with one out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Semperview delivers, and that's fouled off. Looks like it's fouled off the, the catcher's... Um, Looks like it was fouled off catcher's uh, helmet almost there. Not too sure, though. Yeah, it looks like he grazed it just a little bit. Yeah, he's trying to walk it off. As the coach looks to come over and make sure he's okay. On one's account now, Semper Weave. As the catcher just looks to catch his breath there.
Home plate umpire says, you're all ready to deliver. On with the count, man on first, likes a Houghton, Bowser on the plate. Semperweave delivers. Check swing. Did he go around? He did go around. It's going to call it a strike, 0-2. I thought he held up just in time, but guess yeah, not. Yeah, it looked like that to me, too, but, you know, umpire's not really giving him much of anything. So Bowser falls 0-2 in the count. He walked his first time around. Might not get lucky that this time around. 0-2 is the pitch. Man on first. As Halton takes off. That one's a slow grounder towards third base. And it's going to be a foul ball. It's declared a foul ball. And boy, oh boy, the GSB Knights caught a break. Logan Moat charged that. And it kind of weird off the grass in a funny way just before he's able to get his glove on it. That's a fair ball. That gets passed. You can look at Halton going to third base. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, that was that was very lucky that went foul. And them. it just bounced foul, too. It was only a couple of feet away from the third baseline. So very close call there for GSB. Certainly so. And uh, they catch a break. The count goes back to 0-2. Halton has to return back to first base. We'll see if he takes off again. Samperview keeping his eyes on him. Now checks off to first. It's a generous relead there by Halton. Looking to take off again, potentially. Bazo trying to fight off this count. 0-2 hole. Semperweave delivers. Halton takes off. That's a check swing. Throw over to second base. The shortstop not in time. It's a stolen base for Halton. Claps his hands. And Bazo is still good here at home plate. So Bazo checked his swing in time. The count moves to 1-2. Halton advances to second base. And Shea Grady trying to keep an eye on him as a shortstop. There's a big hole between third base and shortstop. And see if Bazu can find his way through there. Both the shortstop and second base playing close to second base in general. Grady backs off. Here's a 1-2 and two pitch. That's foul. That's coming towards us. Uh, not quite. Bounces just a few rows in front of us. And we'll do it again at 1-2. and two. We are playing with fire as long as we have this window open, but we can't close it now. No, we can't close it now. I'm behind this nice little glass, and Chris, uh, Chris, not so much. Yeah, I, I've been left out exposed, you know. We're going to experiment with Chris first, looks like. Really, no regard for my safety. Halden the second base, and Moat, Christian Moat, trying to keep traps on him. Halden thought about taking off. Now throws it back to second. Oh, a poor throw there by Semperviv. He had a chance to get a Halden. And good job by Christian Moe just to protect and defend that ball. Yeah, and, and Hylton would have been out there if that throw was a little more on the money. It was just off to the right of second base. Had to adjust his body in order to get the ball and make sure it didn't roll into the outfield. Yeah, Hylton almost got caught there. That one-two pitch is hit right to Shea Grady. Grady's going to fire off the first to Stapanitz, and that's the second out of the inning. A 5-3 to three out. But Halton advances to third, and now the Ridge has a man 90 feet away from taking the lead. We're still deadlocked 0-0 zero, zero here. Number 16, Bobby Parisi. Parisi will roll in. He flat out his first time around to right field of Nate Fodor. A fly out doesn't work here. You got two outs. Semperviv, who's been absolutely phenomenal all day long. Just a one-hitter allowed to Halton, who's advanced his way to third base, needs to get out of the jam to keep it a deadlock game. Parisi rolls in, the center fielder, seeing if he can do some damage. 
First pitch outside, ball one. Got to keep your eye on Alton. A pass ball, anything in the dirt, you know, he, he's he's fast. He can definitely steal bases. We've already seen that. You've got to think that Semperview is feeling the heat here too. Certainly so. It seems like that for sure. The inning was to con continue. Jason Arrigo's on deck. He striked out his last time around. Second pitch in the strike zone, down the middle, strike one. Count stands at one and one. And you can feel the tension between the two fan bases over here. I don't know if it's tension, but you can definitely feel a bit of suspense ratcheting up. Right. This seems like a big out in the game for sure. One and one count. Semperview getting ready to deliver to Parisi. One and one pitch. Parisi rips it in right left field, going back, looking over. It's over the head of Michael Taylor as Houghton scores. Taylor cuts it off and throws it in all the way to the shortstop, Shea Grady. And with a stand-up double and delivering is Bobby Parisi. And all of a sudden, Ridge out of nowhere to a one nothing lead. And Semperweave is absolutely disgusted with himself. The base running of Jaden Hylton made that run happen. First off, that was a gorgeous double off the back wall in left field. But that doesn't turn into an RBI without Jaden Hylton having both the presence to steal those two bases and the speed to actually get it done. So a great team play there all around. Ridge deservedly up 1-0. And Semperviv's got to be kicking himself after that one. Yeah, Houghton makes it happen with a stolen base and advance by a force out and then makes it happen with that huge monster of a hit. And rolling in is Jason Arrigo. It takes strike one. And Semperviv, you just got to uh, calm things down. You got three more innings if you look at your team to get that run back. 0-1-1's the count. Here's the pitch to Arrigo. That's inside curveball. That was absolutely nasty for a strike two. Yeah, and that's what Semperviv can do. If uh, you give him the opportunity, he'll, he will deliver some pretty nasty pitches. Big part of the reason why up until now he's done such a great job pitching this game. Man on second, Lexa Parisi, who just drove in the go-ahead run, or so far the sole run of this game. Semperviv steps off. You can see he's feeling the pressure here in the bottom of the fourth after what was really an uneventful first three innings. Semperviv gets the deliver, the 0-2 pitch. That's up and high, doesn't get the call, ball one. So one and two the count. Farigo's able to get on base. Could put a lot of pressure here on Semprevi. One and two is the count, man on second. That one's low in the dirt, good job. Farigo uh, takes off and the ball, throw to third is safe in the likes of Parisi. Wow. As as uh, I just want to say, Eddie McCarthy wasn't able to track the ball down and very a lackluster throw over. It was a tight play still. It was a bang-bang play for a split second there. I thought he got him out. I thought that was side retired, but. You got to keep, you got to give the edge to the batters at the end of the day. Yeah, and a good job by Parisi to seal that base. Parisi now 90 feet away from making it a 2-0 game. Here's the 2-2 two two pitch. That's ripped into the right field. Going back is Nate Fodor and he makes a nice catch. Fodor with the play. Sempervich limits the damage here, but Ridge, thanks to Joe Houghton and Bobby Parisi, has jumped out to a 1 0 lead as we head to the top of the fifth inning. And we'll see if the GSB Knights have some fight left in them. They got three innings to get that run back. Once again, you're listening to WRSU FM, New Brunswick, and online at WRSU.org.
Hey there, this is Herb Sutton inviting you to listen to Sutton Country Weekend Mornings, 6 to 10 Saturday, 6 to 9 on Sunday. We play classic country music and the ones that will be classics. We sprinkle it with some bluegrass music. That, my friends, makes the right recipe to kickstart your weekend mornings. That's Sutton Country, Saturday, 6 to 10 a.m., Sunday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WRSU 88.7 FM, around the dial, and WRSU.org, around the world. Tune in to Glorna Heron, the Voice of Ireland program, on Sundays from 5 to 7 p.m. Your hosts, Michael Callahan, Jack McCullough, Tommy Burns, and Joe O'Sullivan, play the best in Irish music and share news from Ireland and the Irish-American community in New Jersey. Broadcasting from the campus of Rutgers University every Sunday at 5 on WRSU 88.7 FM. Welcome back here to TD Bank Ballpark. Uh, as we head to the top of the fifth inning, Rich able to break the deadlock last inning. Thanks to a Bobby Parisi, Parisi, I don't want to say Parisi bomb, but it was a, a relatively deep for a high schooler, about near about the 315, 320 feet or so, all the way to the warning track in the left field. He got Joe Holland home, and Rich step, jumps out to a 1-0 game, 1-0 lead. Brendan Bell still on the mound. And for for the GSB Knights, they got they got their own set of work uh, work to do here. As we are in the top of the fifth inning, both teams with just two hits apiece. It really is a pitcher's duel. Alongside Chris Taconis, I am Rod Shaw here. As we will look to bring you the coverage to the end of this one for sure. A round of 16 berth is on the line here at Little Falls at the Yogi Berra Stadium for the winner and a chance to continue their season in the Last Dance High School World Series Tournament. Rolling in is is Christian is Logan Moat. And he takes the first pitch high for ball one, the third baseman. Looking to get on base here and give it and give uh, potentially Christian Moat a chance to potentially advance him who sits on deck. One and zero count from Brendan Bell. And that's up a high and two. So again, two back-to-back -back high pitches, and the count rolls to two and zero. Oh. Game's been moving on relatively quickly so far. Two and zero oh pitch is inside ball three, and Brendan Bell struggling to find the strike zone today. Three and zero oh count. Bell gets ready. Pitch. Inside corner. Call strike one. Hitting coach having a talk real quick with Christian Moat, who stands on deck, uh, considering Logan Moat can get on first here. That ball's in the dirt. Ball four. Nice job by Logan Moat. He'll get on to first base. And the GSB Knights, they got the tying run on base. Looking to answer right back against Rich. Second baseman, number four, Christian Moat. Christian Moat rolls in now. Get another right-handed bat, right-handed batter. That rolls in. You sure it's not a batsman? Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> a bunt attempt there, and actually to fruition. Brandon Bell will just take the short out to first to Halton. Logan Moat advances to second. Job done there by Christian Moat, 
Seems like that was a conversation he had with the third base hitting coach before he got on deck. And all good at the end of the day. So uh, the GSB Knights, they get their player into scoring position. And now coming up to bat is Shea Grady, the shortstop. Yeah, and this is a very critical opportunity for GSB to get back and tie this game. They've only got one out, so not too much pressure here for Grady, but... Yeah, this is how you can play proper small ball. Advance the man to second and see if you can drive him in here. First baseman looking at another bunt potentially and leaning in, but Halton now backs off. That first ball is high, 1-0 count. We're in the top of the fifth inning. Ridge leads 1-0 and what's been very much a pitcher's due between Brandon Bell and, Simper and, J and Jake Simpervich. Semperviv. Semperviv. That ball's high, and the count moves to 2-0. Bell's struggling with his command here. We see a few rich players walking off the field. Looks like there was a pitcher getting ready in the bullpen for, uh, excuse me, my pardon, for, for the GSB Knights potentially coming into the bottom of the fifth inning. 2-0 count here as Bell gets ready. Bell delivers. That's ripped into, into left field. It goes, and holding up at third base is going to be Logan Moat. But Shea Grady on his first at bat delivers. Can't necessarily get the run into play, but nonetheless, all of a sudden, the, uh, the bats have woken up for the GSB Knights. The bats have woken up in this game. And Zach Wendell comes on. He'll be looking to uh, potentially gather in this one run they need to tie up the game for the GSB Knights. So man on first, man on third. Got one hit so far here in the top of the top of the fifth inning. One walk. And we got Logan Moat at third. We got Shea Grady at first. And Zach Wendell looking to drive him in. First pitch is up and high. Ball one. Brendan Bell struggling with his command. And can Wendell deliver here against Bell? One out in the top of the fifth inning. Ridge leads 1-0. 1-0 pitch to big swing and a miss by Wendell. Count moves to 1-1. One one. A big at-bat here. An absolute monster at-bat. The sack fly gets the job done. Don't want to hit into a double play ball. A lot of options here on the table to get that tying run home at the very least. The 1-1 one one pitch. That's ripped. Passive diving for Hilton at first base. And coming in to score is Logan Moat. Going all the way over to third is Shea Grady. And standing at first with a game-tying single is Zach Wendell. What a hit. And the entire dugout clears there for the GSB Knights. They realize the value of the run and now have a chance to jump on and take a potential lead. What a clutch RBI from Zach Wendell. Flew out back in the third inning and he comes up big this time around, brings a run home and we've got a 1-1 ball game, Raj. Yeah, we got we do have a 1-1 ball game. No action in the bullpen for Ridge. Coming up and now turning over to the st starting lineup at the top is Ma Matt Kalanak. And sorry, at the top of the lineup Kalanak takes the first pitch for a strike. Bell just trying to find his command. There's a man on first, a man on third. Ridge playing their infield back, so they're looking potentially at a double play ball. Looks like the corners are in, but that might just be because of the man at first and third, respectively. Kalanak went 0 for 2 so far in this game. Would love to get a clutch RBI here. Kalanak hits that one dead center to Bobby Parisi, who lines it up. Tagging is Moat coming in, and the throw to home plate is off. And coming in to take the lead is my bad, Shea Grady. 
And there you have it, folks. The lead for the GSP Knights as they answer with their own two in the top of the fifth inning to Ridges 1 in the bottom of the fourth. And just like that, the GSP Knights have jumped out to a 2-1 lead. That's how you get it done, folks. Yeah, and I just said you need a clutch RBI there. Got a sack fly, was able to bring the runner home. And what a turnaround for GSB. This game, a pitcher's battle in the first four innings. It's now coming to life. Four hits now total for GSB. That was a sack fly. Matt Kalanick with the go-ahead RBI. Coming up is Eddie McCarthy now. Takes the first pitch swing and a miss. It looks like he fouled it off of his shin almost. Not, not very pleased with where that hit him as we'll try to walk it off. Still got a man on first in the likes of Zach Wendell, who had its game game tying RBI earlier, game tying hit, more so to speak. Wendell with a healthy lead off of first. Houghton trying to keep him a tap, and it's up and high. That's hit Eddie McCarthy, as Brendan Bell really losing his command of the ball here. And that advances a man to first, a man to second, and likes of Zach Wendell. And uh, coming up to bat is Joe Stapanitz. And we got another pinch runner, and looks like it is once again the old reliable Joe Perry. Joe Perry coming on as he'll take over for Eddie McCarthy, the catcher. We saw this happen in the first inning. We see how that happened in the second inning, and we see it happen in the fifth inning. Now coming up to bat is Joe Skapinitz, and there's a a pitching coach visit seems like to the mound. No signal of a change yet, so we'll see if it's just a conversation. But Chris, I mean, th this game has really woken up here in the in the bottom of the uh, top of the fifth inning. Yeah, it really has, and I, you have to think it's fatigue from Bell, just trying his best to keep his composure. He had a great first four innings, but you have to think that now's the time to either, you know, give him a little bit of a rest and bring someone on from the bullpen to try and get some outs here, get you out of a jam, and more importantly, secure the secure the victory and try to get yourself back into this game. Looks like we're seeing a pitching change potentially, though it's not highly advertised here. And and it does look like it is a pitching change as Bell will Bell will exchange spots here, looks like with Chris Parker, the second baseman. And it looks just like that. Chris Parker has stepped in. He's warming up now for, with Brendan Bell's position. So Brendan Bell and Chris Parker pitching both. Now pitching for Ridge, number 10, Chris Parker. And Brendan Bell will step off. He'll go back to second base here. And we'll see if Parker can work out this jam. Man on first and second as Parker warms up. We'll keep things here as an important at-bat comes as looms with Joe Skapinets to come to the first two. To the uh, as, as a batter here with a man on first with the likes of Eddie uh, of Joe Perry, a pinch runner, and a man on second in the likes of Zach Wendell. Yeah, this is a big move here for Ridge. Really desperate to try and keep this game from spiraling out of control. You got with runners on first and second. Just got to get that cru crucial out, get yourself out of this jam, and try to generate some offense on the other side of this inning. Looks like Brendan Bell's gone over to third. They've moved the third baseman, Kyle Somalski, all the way over to second base. 
So here we go. Skapinets gets ready for the first pitch. He swings and misses. The ball in the dirt. And strike one. Nobody advances. Wendell at first. Perry at, I mean, so Wendell at second. Perry at first. Two outs. 2-1 two GSB Knights. The bats have really broken open here in the top of the fifth inning. On deck is Michael Taylor if this inning were to continue. Two outs here in the top of the fifth inning. Here's the 0-1 pitch. And that's in the dirt. Nicely done by, the, by uh, Greg Bazo to keep that thing in front of the catcher. Another ball in the dirt, and the count moves to 1-1. One one. Two outs here in the top of the fifth inning. The GSB Knights lead a 2-1. And it's a much important game for a round of 16 berth. At a, at, for Yogi Berra Stadium Little Falls game. 1-1 one, one pitch, and that's swung it over and not able to find any contact. A nice breaking ball there by Parker. Moves the count to 1-2. and two. Yeah, a really nice breaking ball there from Parker, and nothing else you could say about that. Just really fooled him, got, was able to get in the zone. 1-2 and two pitch. Parker just trying to limit the damage here that was incited by Bell. Gets ready as Parker. Sees off the man at second and Wendell. Delivers. And that's fouled off right behind home plate in the netting. We'll do it again. One and two count. GSB trying to add on in this inning. They've scored two runs in the top of the fifth inning to take the lead 2-1 for a chance to advance to the round of 16 in the last dance high school World Series New Jersey tournament. Here's a one and two count by Parker, and that's a swing and a miss, strike three. And a throw over to first, in time to Halton, and that will end the inning, but not before the GSB Knights put together two runs, thanks to the likes of Matt Kalanick and Zach Wendell, and a lead going into the bottom of the fifth inning, two to one against Ridge. Ridge will have George Bushash, Chris Stapleton, and Lucas Goodman coming up to see if they can tie this one up. Once again, you're listening to the Last Dance New Jersey High School World Series Tournament right here on WRSU-FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. WRSU crew is mixing up the schedule. That's right, we're now on every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m. The games may be on hold for now, but here at WRSU Sports, we're still bringing you the latest news, hot takes, and guest interviews. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. Every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m., only on 88.7 WRSU-FM and online at WRSU.org. At 88.7 since 1974, this is WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for 75 years, he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like, if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So be careful out there. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. 
And welcome back here to the Somerset Patriots Ballpark at TD Bank Stadium. Uh, back here as the GSB Knights have led, have jumped out to a 2-1 lead as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. As George Bushash comes up to bat as Semperview gets a deliver. That pitch is strike one right down the middle. The GSB Knights put up two runs in the top of the fifth inning. They answer the, the run by Ridge in the bottom of the fourth, and they lead 2-1 here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Semperview's second pitch, a curveball in there. And nope, they're going to say it's a ball one. Bush has just trying to get on base and trying to make some room here for Chris Stapleton to potentially tie this one up. That one's hit popped up right behind us, and that'll go out of play near the Ridge fans. Just a big... Man, man nice catch there. Your boards went flying. Yeah, just a win. Just a win. Zepovich gets ready, delivers. Up and high, ball two. We could run the count to two and two. Sent the boards flying for a second. Chris Sakonis has just kind of just put his papers all over it, all over the place. If you want to blame me, go right ahead, but it's not going to get you anywhere. Two and two count, swing and a miss, and down goes Bushash as uh, Stapleton will come up. And if you're Ridge, you got eight outs to figure something out here. We had run to the bottom of the fifth, one out. Simprovich. Sipravive has been absolutely fantastic today. Just one run allowed, two hits. All came in the bottom of the fourth inning. One of them being an infield hit, too, on top of that. Sipravive gets ready. will deliver to Chris Stapleton here, the right fielder. That first pitch is on the outside. Corner called, strike one. And Sipravive has just been on the money today. Going one pitch. A swing and a miss. Count moves to 0-2. Sempervive just trying to put this side to rest here in the bottom of the fifth inning. One out, 0-2 count. That one's ripped to Shea Grady. Grady fires over to Stapanitz, and that ball is bobbled. It's going to be an error on Stapanitz. And the Ridge has a man on first in the bottom of the fifth inning. And a poor job done there by Joe Stapanitz. Yeah, very unfortunate. It was a good throw across the middle of the field, but just bobbled the catch. That gave enough time for Stapleton to reach first there. And a big opportunity. Only one away here. And Lucas Goodman's got an opportunity to get a runner in scoring position. Lucas Goodman moves in. Logan Moat has moved in as well. That ball passes... Eddie McCarthy, as it goes in the back, it was in the dirt, ricocheted above his head. Don't know what if it would go down as a pass ball, an error. I'll probably say a pass ball. And it looks like that's how they're going to score it. So the error goes to Skapinitz from the last at bat, but that allows that allows Chris Staple to move to second. Lucas Goodman now has a chance to drive in a run. As there's a ball in the right behind home plate as the rich coach will take care of that. 1-0 count. As we do see some action in the Ridge bullpen. 1-0 count. Man on second. 2-1 GSB Knights lead. Simpleview trying to get out of this mess. That's a swing and a miss there by Lucas Goodman. A ball is relatively very high. Would have been called a ball if they did not hack at it. So we'll stick at 1-1. One one. 
Jake Semper Weave, four and a third innings, two hits allowed, and just one earned run so far. Man on second, and likes a Stapleton. Semper Weave looks to check, but Stapleton dives, and he'll reset here. Man on second. Grady looking to keep in check, and that ball is dribbled over to third base. Charges his moat, throws it to first gap, and it's handles this one on time and perfectly. And down goes Lucas Goodman. Nice job by Logan Moat. Charged at the ball. Did it make sure? Made sure that Chris Stapleton could advance. And coming up to bat is Robbie Rutkowski. See if he can do some damage here. Rutkowski, the designated hitter for the team today. See if he can drive in this game time run before we head to the top of the sixth inning. Huge at bat here for Ridge if they want to get back in this game. Sipravive likes this battle. He throws over, and that ball hit Chris Stapleton, but it stays in front. Stapleton's all good and all fair. It looked like that was a plan. It was almost planned for uh, Sipravive to throw that ball back, it seems, as Grady marched at second base. So Grady's keeping him in check. Uh, that's Stapleton. Here's the 1-0 pitch that's inside. Actually, on the outside corner, check that for a strike one. Count moves to 0-1. 0-1 is the count. Grady trying to keep checks on Stapleton. 2-1 GSB Knights, bottom of the fifth inning. Man on second. Blue Ridge with a game-time run on base. And that's a ball one, curveball, outside low corner. Count moves to 1-1. One Rich trying to tie up this game after they led 1-0 at the bottom of the fourth inning before the GSB Knights pounce for two runs in the top of the fifth. We now stand at the bottom of the fifth inning. Man on second. Simpervive looks to check him off as the game time runs to Chris Stapleton and Robbie Rutkowski at bat. Simpervive delivers. Rutkowski takes all the way. It's going to be a ball two. Count moves to two and one. Two and one count. On deck is Chris Parker if this inning continues. Here's the pitch. That one's low as well. And on the outside corner, ball three. Eddie McCarthy trying to do his best to frame the pitches, but not getting the calls. Yeah, really, Raj. And it's you got to be careful if you're Rutkowski because obviously you're eager to swing and trying to get that RBI to tie this game up at two. But got to be careful because you've also got two outs. So. Sempervive, three and one delivers. That's a swing and a miss. Check that, it's going to be called fouled. And the count moves to three and two. Yeah, just graze off of the bat. Good job there by Rutkowski to just be able to make contact and keep the at-bat alive. It's going to be a strike regardless. Simply just trying to blow right past Rutkowski. Three and two pitch. Man on second is a game-tying run here in the bottom of the fifth inning in this ever-so-important game for a round of 16 berth. Three and two pitch. That one's tabbed, but behind on plate, almost fouled off at the end of the bat, and the count stays at three and two. Chris Sakonis clapping his hands along with the fans. Couldn't help myself. Three and two pitch, we'll do it again here. Rutkowski looking to tie in the game time run in the bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, stepping off the mound is Simpraviv. Just wants to make sure he gets this one right. 
Super Beef absolutely fantastic today. Just allowed an RBI to Bobby Parisi in the last inning. That pitch is hit right back to Simperviva. Great play, but he loses the ball. And safe at first is going to be Robbie Rutkowski. Simperviva makes a fantastic play, but can't gather the ball. Gets away from him. And now comes the pitching coach onto the mound as Chris Parker digs in here at, with a man on first and third. That's going to go down as a hit for the folks at home. And it's not really Simperviva's fault there. No, it isn't. It's just an unfortunate bobble off of his hand there, and that, that cost him. Didn't allow the run, which is huge. It's but you got to wonder, if he doesn't stop that, do you think uh, Christian Mote or, or Shea Grady get over there in time? That's a good question. In the middle of, the, in the middle of the second base. I mean, it was still a relatively hard hit ball, so it potentially goes through. So you got to give credit simply there anyways for making an acrobatic play, just not able to gather in time. Couldn't have said it better myself. One-man booth? What's that supposed to mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rutkowski at first, getting instructions from the third base coach just to see any instructions of whether he should be stealing a base or not. Man at third is the more important one here uh, for the GSB Knights in per se in the likes of Chris Stapleton. Now here's Chris Parker as we run turn to the top of the lineup. Simply trying to get this... what probably looks like will be his final out if he can deliver here. Checks off at first and just keeping his eyes on Rutkowski. Huge at bat. Huge. Here we go. Two outs. Bottom of the fifth inning. 2-1 GSB Knights. That pitch is fouled off behind home plate. Looked like he got a good cut on that as Chris Parker. Parker came in and relieved the last inning for Brendan Bell, who stands on deck. Owen one count, man on first and third. Down by one is Rich here in the bottom of the fifth inning. So desperately looking to tie this one up. Zipperly steps off the mound. You can clearly see he's feeling the pressure here. Owen one pitch. Gets ready, Zipperly. Looks off the man at first, delivers. That's up and high, ball one. One and one count. Man on first and third. Here's the pitch, and that's on the outside corner, ball two. Almost in the dirt as uh, Eddie McCarthy had to dive to keep that one in front of him. Yeah, he really did there, and it feels like GSB is playing with fire, runners on the corners, two outs. They just need to get that critical third out. Sempervive delivers. That's on the outside corner call strike two, and now we got two balls and two strikes, two outs, two men on base, and they need one run to tie. Sipraviv needs one pitch to get out of this mess and retain that one score lead. And the ball throw to first now. And coming home to score is safe. Is Chris Stapleton. Wow. As Chris Parker steals second. Sorry, as uh, Robbie Rutkowski steals second base. I thought Rutkowski got stuck in that. Trying to steal that base. And Sipraviv caught him early. But instead, 
They get the GSB Knights get no outs. It's a tie ball game at 2-2. And an unfortunate sequence of events for the GSB Knights. Well, it's almost like a decoy, right? It was like a double steal. It was a planned double steal. Yes, yes. You saw him go try to steal second. That distracts McCarthy. McCarthy makes a throw over to second. Doesn't get in time, and that buys time. That 2-2 two two pitch as he goes down swinging as Chris Parker, and that ends the threat. And what a nice innovative day by Rich to get their run. Another innovative run that Rich has found to score. And we got a tie ball game as we head to the top of the sixth inning as we got an important berth at line for a round of 16 in the last dance, New Jersey World Series 2020 high school programming. And with that, we're going to step aside. You're listening to WRSU-FM, New Brunswick, and online at WRSU.org. Oh, it's good. Mm. It is. Oh, very. Yeah. See what I mean? Brandy Alexander, they call it. Yum, yum. You're going to try this delicious concoction. Brandy Alexander. Brandy Alexander. Yes, I'll have the Brandy Alexander, please. You know something? You're absolutely right about that Brandy thing. We, Alexander. About it making me feel good. Brandy Alexander Show, every Monday, 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. on WRSU-FM. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back here to TD Bank Stadium here in Somerset, New in Bridgewater, New Jersey. Alongside Chris Saconis, I'm Rod Shaw. What was that? Sleeping at to, the wheel here. He said to, we were coming back, and you're just... Here. Oh, my God. Anyways, we got a tied ball game 2-2 here. In the top of the sixth Taylor. inning, a round of 16 berth at stake in the last dance 2020 High School World Series here in New Jersey. We get ready here as Chris Parker gets ready to deliver. It's going to be called a strike one, and more rich fans here really than uh, than the other way around. Just to be expected, it's a bigger school. Parker gets ready to deliver, and that's on a low inside call strike two. Mike Taylor up at bat here, see if he can get a base. That's ripped into center field. Beats a diving Jason Arrigo and gets his way into center field. And the GSB Knights, they got a man on first. And really nice job there by Michael Taylor to make it happen down 0-2 in that count. Yeah, really nice job. And just able to thread the needle and find the gap in center field. Able to get on base here and... You know, it's sort of going back and forth in this game. It's a 2-2 ball game. Uh, GSB now took that two-run lead and then was able to come back. Or excuse me, one-run lead, and then Ridge was able to come back. So a really back-and-forth game we're seeing here. Yeah, coming up to bat now for the GSB Knights is Nate Fodor, the right fielder. He's made a couple of nice plays out of the outfield, see if he can contribute with the bat as he gets ready. Fodor and taking off. 
and that ball taken off was Michael Taylor who gets in the second easily as that ball went into the outfield. And the ball still rumbling around and finally stopped by Chris Parker here before it rolls all the way to third base. Taylor will hold steady at second, but now the GSB Knights with the, with the go-ahead run on second base with no outs here in the top of the sixth inning. That pitch is on the outside corner. Call strike two. Count moves to one and two. Sorry, check that. Count moves to one and one. Man at second, likes a Taylor. And if you're Nate Fodor, you at least want to move him over. The corners are in. Shortstop and second base back. Showing bunt. He bunts anyways. Alton picks it up. Looked at third. Now just go to first as covering for the second baseman there was Kyle Somalski, but moving over to third, more importantly, is Michael Taylor and the GSB Knights now. They have the go-ahead run at third base. Coming up for them is their pitcher, Jake Semperviv. Semperviv. It's not that hard of a name. What's my train of thought for a second? <laughs> I'm messing with you as always, Jake Semperviv coming up. No, you're not, Chris, all right? You're not. <laughs> Anyways, he has a chance to help his own cause. The infield's in. The outfield still playing at their normal depth. Semperby looks at that one. That's in the dirt, and good job there by Greg Bazo to keep that thing in front of him and not let that roll to the back. See if Michael Taylor needs to get in for the GSB Knights to get this crucial run in the top of the sixth inning. Go ahead, run at third. 2-2 ball game. Top of the sixth inning, one out. Semperby trying to held his own cause. Parker gets ready. 1-0 count, one out. That's delivered behind the batter, and nice job there by Greg Bazo to keep things in front of him. He saved a run, and the Rich Crab certainly appreciates it. Yeah, certainly a nice play there. 2-0 count now. Rich fans quite tensed, and so are the GSB Knights fans. Two and zero count. Here is the delivery. And that one's just fouled off, almost like a check swing behind home plate. We'll do it again. There's a pin drop of silence. There is there is just absolute silence here as these pitches are being delivered. Yeah, because it's getting late in the ballgame, right? We're in the top of the sixth inning. It's a 2-2 ballgame. Spotting the sweet 16 on the line. Stakes don't get any bigger than this, especially in the last dance tournament. Chris Sakonis with the facts there. Two and one count. Man on third. And look at the steal home, Ooh. but... That was bunted away at the last second, and Michael Taylor making a, a dish for home plate. Everything, everything's being pulled out of the toolbox, it seems like. Taylor thought he had home, too. It looked like he was strutting in on home plate, but just fouled off there. Chris Parker definitely will keep a better eye on him as Brendan Bell was trying to direct Chris Parker to throw it over, and the third base coach just keeping an eye on things. Taylor would definitely with the speed. Two and two counts. Simpraviv just has to get this ball past the infield, you feel. That ball's on the inside corner. Called strike three. And Chris Parker gets Simpraviv looking on a breaking ball. A pitcher to a pitcher. And that's two outs now. Logan Moat rolls in now. See if he has better luck his third time around here. As a hitting coach calls over for a quick discussion, the third base hitting coach that is, 
with Logan Moat. A very important run here at third base in the likes of Michael, Michael Taylor. Yeah, and a really huge at-bat. Mo was able to draw the walk last time out, uh, looked at strike three the first time. Really big opportunity to redeem himself and come away with a possibly game-clinching, possibly Sweet 16-clinching RBI. Yeah, I mean, it would be huge if he can. Um, Chris Logan Moat with a lot of things that are characteristic here. Infield moves back as characteristic with two outs here in the top of the sixth inning. Here's the pitch. That one's on the inside corner, call strike one. Good job by Chris Parker to get ahead in the count. Moat can continue things. Coming up next would be uh, Christian Moat and then Sean Grace, uh, Shea Gracie. Here's a pitch. Swing and a miss there by Logan Moat, and he falls behind 0-2. Only two count, man on third, and Michael Taylor to go ahead run. 2 2 deadlock tie for top of the sixth inning for a, a spot in the round of 16. Here's a pitch. That's hit. And right to shortstop with the easy catch is Jason Arrigo and the GSB Knights. They leave a man stranded at third in the likes of Michael Taylor. And this game remains deadlocked 2 2 as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning with Rich having a chance to go ahead. With that, we're going to step aside. You're listening to the Last Dance 2020 New Jersey High School World Series Tournament right here on WRSU-FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. WRSU Sports, the most exciting voice in Rutgers athletics. Don't believe us? Just ask. Hi, this is Pat Hobbs, athletic director here at Rutgers University, and you're listening to WRSU-FM New Brunswick, broadcast home of the Rutgers Athletic Scarlet Knights. Melton breaking free inside the 10, 5, he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Scarlet Knights. Mathis rises, flushes, right hand, Tomahawk, let's go. Taking the snap is Levis, pressure does come, and he gets tripped up at the 29-yard line. Told ya. Hey, I'm Haley Kiyoko, and I know what it's like to struggle with mental health issues. If you have a friend that's going through a tough time, now is the perfect moment to reach out. Learn how to start the conversation at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. And welcome back here to TD Bank's ballpark here in Somerset, New Jersey. Sorry, Somerset County, here in Bridgewater, New Jersey, the home of the Somerset Patriots. And we got a good one here in the bottom of the sixth inning in the Last Dance 2020 New Jersey High School World Series Tournament between the GSB Knights and Ridge. Currently tied at 2-2 as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning. Ridge looking to potentially steal one here with Brendan Bell coming up. We have a pitching change. Matt Kalanak will come to pitch the center field. He'll make change. He'll just switch positions with Jake Simperviv as he'll transition into right field uh, into center field. Simpleview, Chris, with good numbers on the day. Uh, five innings pitch, two earned runs allowed. Two runs allowed overall, one earned run. And uh, alongside Chris Akonis, I'm Rod Shad to bring you through to the end of this one. Yeah, and it really is coming down to the line here at the bottom of the sixth. Uh, Brennan Bell at the plate here. Takes a one outside and high, ball one. And he flew out on both of his first two at-bats. So, again, another case of a guy who started off slow, you know, had a great pitching outing. 
That one's low, ball two. Looked so like that almost hit him too. Yeah, Kalanick having a bit bit of a struggle here getting finding things here. It's been a really good game. Both games really good games today. Uh, this one with a lot more stake at the line. 2-0 pitch. That one's a swing and a miss. Strike one as Bell is unable to connect. Ridge with a great chance here with 2, 3, and 4 coming up to bat. Here's a pitch. That's a swing, and that's going to go hit the backboard. Sorry, hit the net. The net that Chris loves. Will you let it go? <laughs> two and two pitch. Here it comes. That's low in the dirt. Ball three. You know, if we call a game at like Sussex or Yogi Berra or something, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick you in front of the open side of the window. <laughs> we'll see how you like it. Three and two pitch. The Bell. His Molinak. and that's a ball four. Bell draws a crucial walk. And man, oh man, you just know in baseball that first that first out, that first on base runner is so important. And with no outs on board, that opens up a lot of opportunities here. So Jalen Helton comes on to bat. He, if you remember, had an infield hit, broke the quote-unquote, I want to say, no-hitter in the bottom of the fourth inning, stole a base, was able to score the first run of the game. Helton finds his way with Bell on first. Takes the first pitch for a strike. As Matt Kalanak looks to calm things down and keep it 2-2. On the on-deck circle, it's Greg Baza. Looks over to first, it's Kalanak, but well and back in time is Bell. Here's the pitch to Houghton. That one's fouled off towards the third base side. That rolls away, count moves to 0-2. Check that 0-1. Scoreboard cheesing us a little bit there. Yeah. Oh, it's 0-2. Okay. Here's the pitch. That's up and high, ball one. Scoreboard's a bit slow. Umpire had to correct it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of confusion there on both ends. Some fresh baseballs being handed off by the Ridge uh, head coach to the Empire. One and two count. Kalanak just trying to get the first out of this inning. Delivers. That one's ripped down the left field line. Foul. And we'll do it again. Taking his sweet old time is Michael Taylor to get to the ball. Throws it over to the bullpen. And we'll do this one again. One and two pitch. Coming up. Kalanak just trying to get the first out against Halt. who's fouled off the last two. Here's the pitch. Up and high. And going to second base easily is Brendan Bell. And now Ridge with the game-winning run on second base here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Bell saw the opportunity, saw the pitch was high, saw that McCarthy had a tough time handling it. 2-2-2 two, two two pitch. That one hits Halton on the head. And Halton is fine. He's going to make his way to first. He looks completely fine like nothing happened to him. Yeah, he does. And 
It's almost working to perfection for Ridge here. Got runners on first and second. Nobody out at the bottom of the six. And I mean, obviously you still have to defend the top of the seventh if you do go ahead here, but you have to think that the momentum is swinging back in favor of Ridge. All they have to do is drive in one run and, you know. That's all you really need in these type of games, especially with the pitcher's duel. Yeah, and according to my win probability algorithm, I have handwritten here. Just kidding, of course, I don't do that. I'm not good enough at math. Oh, oh yeah, we should let our viewers know about your math. <laughs> right? Coming calc exam tomorrow, so we'll see how that works out. What does your algorithm say about your success rate tomorrow? Uh, it's up in the air. Wide margin of error. A wide margin <laughs> Is it 50% margin of error? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so coming up to bat here, we got Greg Bazo, who has walked his his first time around. Bazo takes the first pitch for a ball. So we got Halton on third on first base. We got Brendan Bell on second base as the go-ahead run. Two-two deadlock tie here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Here's the pitch by Kalinak. That's ripped right behind the net, and it's gonna we can do it again. One and one count. No echo there because of uh, no, not, not many fans here today. Yeah, that's been a trend in sports since March. I mean, there are a few fans at this game, but for the most part, behind closed doors. A one and one count. Here's a pitch. That's low and outside, ball two. It's a two and one, and Kalanak really running himself to a heave of trouble here. If you're, if you're the GSB Knights, you don't have to move your infield in yet, but the corners are in, looking potentially at a bunt, but... I think that's nearest going away. That pitch is again outside ball three. Three and one, and Kalanick in a world of trouble here. No outs, 2-2 two -two tie. Rich trying to take the lead here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Kalanick gets ready. Bazo to get the pitch. This one is ripped into right field. Going back is Nate Fodor, that's deep. Fodor makes the catch, tagging up is the first and second baseman. They both advance. The throw to second is too late. And Halton gets into second. And Brendan Bell into third. And the go-ahead runs advance to third and second base. And a nice at-bat at the end of the day for Greg Bosley. He got some good power on that swing. Probably hit about around 290, meet, uh, 290 feet uh, before that ball died out. I mean, all you have to do is hit it in the outfield at this point if you're Bobby Parisi. Ideally, you'd want a base hit, but even a sack fly will do, especially when you have the speed of Jaden Hylton over at third. We saw what he could do there with those back-to-back -back stolen bases earlier in the Brandon game. Brandon Bell's at third, Hylton at second. Excuse me. Bobby Parisi coming up, but Bobby Parisi, if you remember, his, his second time up hit an absolute bomb into left field to score their first run via Joe Hylton, so you gotta be careful here. Kalanak, that one's right to shortstop, throw to home plate, it's too late. Bobbled the ball and Ridge jumps out to a 3-2 lead. Shea Grady did the right thing through right to home, but unable to gather is Eddie McCarthy. And coming in to score the go-ahead run is Brendan Bell and, the, and Ridge takes a 3-2 lead. And they might be already be dreaming about a round of 16 berth. Yeah, and this is the run that they needed, a really good I, I can't, I, like an RBI, but it was also the choice there to throw at home and didn't get it in time, so. So Kalanick surrenders the go-ahead run, man on third, man on first, and Rich trying to add some insurance runs now as they lead 3-2. That first pitch is outside to Jason Arrigo. 
Can Arrigo deliver here for Ridge, who scrapped together three runs today? Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's popped up, and Eddie McCarthy seeing if he can make a play at it. He can, and they get a vital second out. As that's going to be popped up by Jason Arrigo. Down he goes. Two outs. Kalanick with the absolute huge out. Yeah, if he drops that, Hylton's home, and that's possibly game over. So very clutch there from the catcher, Eddie McCarthy. George Bushnash comes up. Man on first, man on third. And he'll look to cash that run in from via Joe Halton and see if they can give their pitcher a two-run lead heading into the top of the decisive seventh inning. Here we go, Kalanick trying to limit the damage. First pitch on the outside corner called strike one. 0-1 count, 3-2 is the lead by Rich against the Knights. That one's up and high, ball one. So one and one is where the count stands. One and one the count. Man on third is Houghton. And we'll see if he can if he can come in to score. A check on first there via on Jason Arrigo, but he's well back in time. Check that Bobby Parisi, and he's well back in time. One and one count, two outs. Kalanick trying to keep it a one-run game. That one's hit towards the shortstop. A tough play, and he's just going to eat it. And another run comes to score for Ridge. And the likes of Jalen Houghton. Tough play there for Shea Grady. Not much you can do about it. A nice infield hit for Bushnash. And Ridge jumps out to a 4-2 lead here in the bottom of the sixth as they put a two-four up here. As Chris Stapleton rolls in, and this game is starting to slip away from the GSB Knights. Yeah, back-to-back -back RBI singles there for Ridge. And, man, you got to feel for Matt Kalanick here coming in in relief duty. 2-2 game, everything on the line. It just seems to be slipping away from the Knights unless they can really pull a rabbit out of the hat. Yeah, both RBIs, I mean, they've been to Kalanick's fault because he loaded up the bases. Uh, sorry, he put two in second, a man on second and third, and they've forced, been forced to go to home. One of the hits they've been, they couldn't do much about, and Kalanick now in a bunch of trouble. Throws the first pitch over to Stapleton for a strike. First Kalanick, two-run game, you know, that's something that you can still potentially come over in the top of the seventh inning. You just got to get out of this inning. 100% Raj. Here's a pitch that's ripped into right field. Base hit, rolling down the right field line. Another run will come to score. Fodor's looking to cut it off. He finally gets it in and turning around and going to home. That ball throw is going to go to third and a diving in for a, th a three base hit. A triple is Chris Stapleton. And Ridge has blown it open here in the bottom of the sixth inning as Matt Kalanak surrenders four runs. And they've blown it to a 6 2 lead. And Kalanak still not able to get the third out. The coach comes over to talk to the home plate umpire. I think he wants to confer whether that was a base hit down the line. And it looked pretty clear to us as a base hit. And now he comes over to talk over Chris Stapleton. My, oh, my, what a hit. And a big time hit. He just blew this one open. Kalanak with his head down, walking away. Ball looks like it's going to be given to Shea Grady, I want to say. Nope. I'm wrong again. That you are. 
Still some determination being made. Is it Michael Taylor, it looks like? Not sure. Yeah, it's Michael Taylor. Kalanak goes back out of center field. We don't know. And looks like Sipruvi is going to move over to left field. And Kalanak is just on his knees in center field. He just knows the frustration. But Chris really just blowing it open. We're going to keep things here while uh, while Taylor warms up. But just a tough, tough day here for the GSB Knights so far. And you can see some of their fans that showed up are, are starting to leave. It's, it's a tough game. It really is. And you have to feel. You have to feel for Matthew Kalanak there. Like I said, everything on the line. 2-2 two -two ball game. You come in relief duty. And Even if you keep it 4-2 or 3-2, I mean, you feel 3-2, they would have had a shot at the top of the seventh. Yeah. Point. Talking about four earned runs in a single inning. That's got to bite. Even 4-2, you give yourself a chance, a fighting chance. Yeah. But okay, but it's 6-2, Raj. Right, right. It is over. They still got to get the third out. And it's unfortunate. And, you know, Ridge... You know, barring a miracle, Ridge is going on to the Sweet 16, and yeah, well-deserved, uh, I would say. Yeah, the winner of this game will get a chance to go to Little Falls. Well, no, sorry, we'll go to Little Falls at the Yogi Berra Stadium uh, with a chance for a round of 16 berths on the line at the last dance 2020. Well, uh, well, technically an Elite 8 berth on the line there at the 2020 last dance high school World Series here held in New Jersey. So coming up to bat here is Lucas Goodman as Chris Stapleton's blown this one open a 6-2 here in the bottom of the sixth inning. What had been a relatively a pitcher's duel through the first four innings. Couldn't have said it better myself. You know, a pitcher's duel is the best way to describe it. Only three hits allowed in the first four innings. That ball, first pitch from Taylor, has popped up towards second base and getting underneath. And making the catch is Christian Moat. And a nice job done there by the GSB Knights and Michael Taylor to end it, but not before the before Ridge blew it open in the bottom of the sixth inning, thanks to three hits, an error, and they lead going into the top of the seventh inning with a birth with a, a round of 16 berth at the 2020 New Jersey High School World Series last dance on the line, six to two. Keep it locked here to WRCU FM, New Brunswick, and online at WRCU.org. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Okay, we do a countdown. Three, two... One, and run. That you can count the stars on that flag. You can thank a teacher. That you have that flag as a flag of your country. You can thank a veteran. Please listen to the Veterans Corner Live FM Radio, honoring America's military and the veterans community. Wednesdays, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And heard online at radio.rutgers.edu. Yeah, we'll do a wrap-up and things. Welcome back here to TD Bank Stadium uh, as we're into the top of the seventh inning alongside Chris Sakonis, I'm Raj Shah. And we're back here to the, for the top of the seventh inning, uh, what should be the conclusion of this game. Around the 16th of birth is at line, but Ridge leads 6-2, Chris, going here into the top of the seventh against the GSB Knights. 
Yeah, and it's a very difficult spot they're in. They just got to get base runners on and get base runners on in a hurry. Maybe enroll Aaron Judge into their lineup in order to get him in there for a grand slam, but it's going to be very tough to pull this one back. Aaron Judge, really? <laughs> really? Well, I'm trying to have fun. We're just why, not, why not Mike Trout? If we're going to go there anyway. Too overpaid. He's a New Jersey native. Still overpaid. No, he's not. Plus, he's a South Jersey native. I'm a North Jersey guy. I'm a Mets fan. So. You know who's overpaid? Before we go back to this game, Pat Mahomes is overpaid. Oh, it's my God. Different sport. But. Yeah, very different sport. Anyways, Jason Arrigo is going to come in and look to clean this matchup, clean this game game up, and see if he can... Uh, we can make things happen here. Chris Parker moves over to shortstop to replace Arrigo. Brandon Bell will stay at third base. So coming up to bat here for the top of the seventh inning to see if, if uh, the GSP Knights can put something together. It's going to be Christian Moat, then Sean Gracie, and then Zach Wendell will round things out as the top three hitters here at the top of the seventh. Ridge leads 6-2. Here's the first pitch. And it's inside corner called strike one. Everybody for the GSP Knights up near the bullpen, looking to see if they can start a rally here and have to start with Christian Moat. Here's the 0-1 pitch. And stepping off the mound is Parker. Sorry, check that Arrigo. Arrigo sets. 0-1 pitch delivers. And that's hit a pop-up rolling towards the ridge dugout. And Halton makes a nice catch near the, sta near the stands. And one up, one down, and not what you want if you're the GSP Knights there. No, a quick fly out is the absolute last thing you need there. Shea Grady's got to pull something out here. Shea Grady's got to find a way to get on base. That's all you got to hope for. Yeah, ideally in scoring position. You want to get runners in scoring position as quickly as possible. Grady just looking to get on base here. One out here in the top of the seventh inning. Here's the pitch. Curveball, nice on the outside corner, call strike one. And the stuff so far from Jason Arrigo looks absolutely on money. Deal in one pitch, Arrigo delivers. Fastball, outside corner, ball one. Shea Grady just looking to get on base here. One and one count. GSB Knights down by four here in the top of the seven. Here's the pitch. Check swing that, and it is a check swing. He held up in time. Ball two. Two and one count. On deck is Zach Wendell, and in the hole if we're or enough to be Matt Kalanick. That pitch is a bit too close for comfort, but he takes it for ball three. And Shea Grady, one pitch away from getting on base. Three and one count. Here it comes. That's up and high, ball four, and Grady works his way onto base. Just what you want if you're the GSB Knights. Every pitch is so critical here, Raj. Yeah, every, every pitch for the GSB Knights is huge. So, If you're the GSB Knights, you just got to chip away here. This is your last shot. Matt Kalanick steps in on the on-deck circle. Wendell settles in, the left-handed batter. The designated hitter today. Wendell gets ready, takes the first one. That's a strike one down the middle. Uh, Shea Grady is still being held on turns by Halton, but I don't see why when you're leading up by four in the top of the seventh. 
Arrigo gets ready. On one count, one out here in the top of the seventh inning. Getting ready, delivers, and that one's on the inside corner. Call strike two, dropped by Bazo, but all good at the end of the day. Man on first and Grady, Wendell looking potentially to get on base has GSB Knights down by fourth here in the top of the seventh inning, went down to their final two outs. Here's the 0-2 pitch, delivers. That curveball, swing and a miss, doesn't matter. Strike three, it is as he goes down swinging. And the GSB Knights resistance fading here as Kalanak comes up as their last out. You got Eddie McCarthy on the on deck circle, and then you got Joe Skapinets as the, as the first person as the person in the hole, and if it got to him, he would be the game-tying run. But first thing for Kalanak, he's got to get on base somehow. Down by four, GSB down to their final out and top of the seventh. Here's the first pitch. That's slow, and it's that going to be called a ball. Number 13, Matt Kalanak. Kalanak, who's the one who surrendered the four earned runs in the top of the sixth inning, to bottom of the sixth inning, must be feeling it right now, but his job right now, get on base. Man on first and Shea Grady. The pitch, down, ball one. It's going to be called a strike, a throw over to first. I don't see why you don't really care about that batter, uh, that, that, that runner at the moment. Yeah, I, I don't know what the thinking was there either. I guess maybe try and sneak and get that third out uh, without even ending the at-bat maybe. I guess. Uh, one and one count, two outs, Ridge one out away from advancing to round of 16. That pitch is low outside, ball two. Kalanick being patient here. Again, on deck is Eddie McCarthy, who's had good at-bats day in and day out today. Two and one count. Brady on first. And Arrigo trying to keep a check on him. Arrigo delivers. Two and one count. And that's inside. Ball, uh, no, strike two. Right down the middle is a changeup. And Kalanek, the GSB Knights, they're down to their final strike of the year unless they can find a way to piece together something right now. Arrigo gets ready. Man on first. Doesn't really matter. They lead by four, Rich. Trying to advance the round to 16 here in the last dance tournament. Arrigo sets, delivers. That one's popped up high in left field and converging is Lucas Goodman and he catches it and that's the ball game, folks. Rich celebrates as they beat the GSB Knights six to two as GSB looks absolutely deflated, but Ridge, all congratulations to them as they've beaten the GSB Knights six to two. They advance to the round of 16 in the last dance high school world series tournament and they will play uh, in Little Falls, New Jersey at the Yogi Berra Stadium. And what a win here today by, uh, what a win here today by Ridge against the GSB Knights Chris. What a win indeed, you know, just a fantastic job, especially in that sixth inning. You know, got the runs they needed to really blow this lead wide open. And phenomenal pitching, especially from Brendan Bell in those first four innings to really keep them in the game and allow them to go on that big run. So Ridge, well-deserving of this victory. A very tough loss for Gil St. Bernard's who see their tournament come to an end here. But man, what, what a ball game. What an afternoon of baseball here. And we've got plenty more coming your way, Rajit. Like I said before, we are covering this tournament all the way through to the final. Yeah, we'll be covering this tournament all the way through the final. I believe it's that's on July 31st that we'll be. We'll be covering, uh, hopefully, the winner of uh, the winner of the Yogi Berra game uh, at the Yogi Berra Fall Stadium uh, when that comes about to be. But, you know, a tough break here today for the GSB Knights. They played well. 
You got to give a lot of tips there to Jake Simpervive. Um, he did a very good job pitching through that first five innings. Everything just fell apart there, you feel like, for the Knights in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. Very unfortunate, too, because Sempervive had a phenomenal four and a half innings of play, but, you know, down the stretch, bullpen just couldn't come up with what they needed to come away with the victory here, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, so with that, Ridge will advance to the round of 16. They'll go play in Little Falls at Yogi Berra Stadium in the New Jersey Last Dance High School World Series Tournament. Before we go away, I just want to give a few thank yous and shout outs. Uh, we'll start off with uh, our executive producer back in the studios, KJ. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, he's been producing us for us since 10 a.m. to this morning, so thank you so much for, for doing that. Our broadcast administrator, Mike Pavlichko. Uh, our sports director, actually sitting right next to me, our new sports director, Chris Taconis. Uh, and also our general manager, Tommy Waters. Uh, again, Rich wins 6-2 to two against, against the GSB Knights and advances to the round of 16 in the Last Dance 2020 High School World Series Tournament. Once again, you're listening to WRSU-FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org.